Hi, this is Sam Orgill from Project Partnership Expatriate Advice. Welcome to the Living and Working Abroad vlog, uh, our weekly uh, webcast where we look at a particular issue that's affecting expats, family and businesses living and working abroad, relocating overseas and investing offshore. Focusing this week at EU Brexit for expats and what we want to look at is how EU expats living and working in the UK will be affected by Brexit before and after. What are the residency rules and the residency rights that they get? Now, let's get right into it. Uh, you can always find out more information on our website, projectpartnership.com. But the essential uh, information is coming from the British government is that uh, EU Brexit, EU citizens living and working in the UK are gonna be able to stay for a lifetime if that's what they want. But EU citizens need to be aware of what the dark side is, what the situation is for third party nationals, because the bench is set much higher if you're not uh, coming from the EU. So we think maybe there's an opportunity there. Let's have a look at what the current situation is. An EU citizen at the moment can move to the UK. They don't need a residence permit. They can move there freely and start working straight away. They can take any job that suits them and, and they can live and work with their family in the UK uh, indefinitely. What the UK have said is that after Brexit, so Brexit date is the 29th of March, on the 30th of March they can apply for settled status if they've been in the country five years. So an expat, EU expat that's been there for five years now from the 30th of March can apply for settled status this effectively is very hard not to qualify for. So if an EU citizen can go to the UK now without restriction, start living and working and making a home, and as long as they've got somewhere to live and, and whether they've got an income, a business, or whether they've got investments or they're living with their family, as long as they're independent means, then they can apply for settled status once they've been in the UK in that way for five years and they'll be able to stay a lifetime. Now this is a, a big, big option for EU expats who want to live and work in the UK. Now, uh, if they're not uh, legally resident in the UK by Brexit date, then the situation will change uh, because settled status has to be acquired at some point. By July 2021, uh, an EU expat will have to have either a pre-settled or a settled status. So it'll have to be very clear. So we've got a, an 18-month uh, window to apply for uh, settled status or to be a, a, a potential candidate for it on the basis that after five years, you'll be able to convert your residency into a settled status. Um, now let's compare that with the situation that the UK currently offer non-EU citizens. Now, the rules are quite a bit different here. So uh, first of all, you have to have a, an income of £18,600 per year. So that's quite a lot more. So you can't come in and find work. You can't come in and create a business. You have to come into the UK with an income that you can prove of £18,500 from day one and they will confirm bank statements for this and you will have to prove that. They also, the UK operate a skilled employers scheme. So certain, um, certain employments 
won't be allowed into the UK. So if you haven't got a specific skill that's needed by the UK or profession, then entry into the UK will be restricted. You might need to be a PhD graduate. You might need to have a very good job paying you over £20,000. An EU expat can have his family around him and there's no income limits. But with a, a, a non-EU expat, they have to have 18,600 income for one person and then more for each family member and, and for children. So that, that it, it mounts up and can be quite cumbersome. Also for non-EU expats, and you can imagine this being extended for EU citizens moving to the UK after Brexit date, there's an immigration healthcare tax where uh, an expat f f from outside the EU has to pay 200 a year towards uh, membership of the NHS. So to get any treatment on the UK before prescriptions, before any consultation fees, they still have to pay an additional 200 per family member per year once they move to the UK. Um, and, and that's not all. Employers have to pay a levy of £1,000 a year. So in addition to all the employment taxes they pay for employing a non-EU expat, they have to pay an additional £1,000. So employing non-EU citizens or third-party citizens will become more expensive. So jobs will be harder to find uh, for EU citizens after Brexit. So the barriers of entry are, are much higher um, after Brexit. Um, so if you're an EU citizen, if you would like to live and work in the UK for your lifetime, the good news is if you're there already and you remain in the UK, you can stay indefinitely um, and acquire a, a settled status which will allow you to stay in the UK for your lifetime. If you want to extend that to your family, then they must be in the UK as, as well. Um, have in mind that after Brexit, the treatment of Britain of third-party citizens is quite, quite tougher. Um, we have a situation at the moment where British citizens cannot bring their spouse, who's non-EU, back to the UK unless they can show that they've got enough income and they have to pay the immigration health tax and employers would have to pay, um, it, potentially pay the immigration levy as well. So it, it's very tough um, for British citizens to get their non-EU wife back into the country at the moment. So it can only get worse uh, for EU citizens. So now is the time, now is the winter uh, of discontent. Let the politicians and big business fight out uh, over their vested interests. Uh, the pressure will mount during the last nine months as we find out if we have a withdrawal treaty or not. If we have a withdrawal treaty, then there'll be agreements and life will be easier and smoother in the transition for British expats and UK expats living and working abroad. Um, but if there's a hard, no withdrawal treaty and a hard Brexit, life will go on, uh, the world will still operate, um, people will just have to change. So things worked before the EU, they'll work after the EU, uh, the rest of the world works without the EU and it, the, the UK will work without the EU 
Brexit, but it will be different. Those vested interests uh, are going to make nine months of high pressure and, uh, uh, and lots of noise. And migration is a big issue and a big opportunity for expats who want to live and work in the UK to take the time, make their move, make the choices now and consider how they can become resident in the UK before Brexit and establish a, a long-term lifetime there. This is Sam Orgill from Living and Working Abroad. We produced a guide <coughs> into how EU Brexit will affect property, business and pensions for, expert, for expats. Uh, you can get a copy of that guide down below if you look at below this, this webinar or go to our website at projectpartnership.com. It's very shiny, it's very new, it's very updated. So go and have a look at that and pick up a copy of this guide. It's well worth it. And uh, if you like the, 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 the webinar, if you like and find what we're saying of interesting value, please share it with, with other expats and family and friends and, and so that we can help more people uh, find out the truth uh, and the facts about Brexit rather than uh, dealing with the uh, pressure and the politics of big business and, and big egos of big politicians in the EU, in the UK and around the world leading up to Brexit on the 29th of March. If we get that far, we may do, we may not, let's see.